0: Father, we thank you for this next session we're going into. We pray that Lord let the let the intensity of your spirit not decrease, but Lord, let it increase and let it be manifest, Lord, in your guidance. And as you stir up the right questions. By right, I mean the, the questions that align with the the gap Lord in our heart that, that needs to be bridged. But I pray God steer our hearts Lord to to touch the key things Lord that will bring blessing to all of us. Mm. But I pray for all the pastors, give us wisdom. We don't depend on ourselves. Mm on our own wisdom or experience, but we depend on you, Lord, your spirit to bring answers to the questions of our hearts. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Praise amen. God. Okay, so I think um, we can just go, can we just do, go with just traditional, just show of hands, maybe. Oh, Pastor, do you want to say something first, maybe to open up? Mm. So that we uh, took to steer or guide, yeah. yes, sir. Thank
1: um, you. So I'm not sure if if anyone would have. Um, I know just before we left, Pastor Jeff said if there's any anonymous questions, you could write them. There'll be paper provided. Um, so yeah. there is still means uh, for sending that forward. I don't know how we'll do that. Um, so it's a question that you feel too shy to ask, but I hope we, are, we we're not too. Sh- we don't have to be shy with each other at the same time. Um, mm. don't be too conscious about cameras and microphones and things being around, alright? Um, we are here to, to appreciate in our soul state. Mm. Amen? Mm. To appreciate in our soul state. To be vulnerable. One of the mm. things, one, one of David's wives mm. found herself totally outside. The bounty of God is because she saw David rejoicing in his God. And being prostrate before his God. But what she saw, he was being prostrate. He was making himself a fool before the people. Yeah? She didn't see that that, that, that. that action was actually a demonstration of that. The regalia he came into as a king will not limit him giving God's praise. Amen? Amen. The same nature that caused him to be the last considered when the prophet came to anoint. Because he was just a little lad. He, he 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 had that same disposition of heart that worship before God and service before the throne is the thing that he gave himself most to. And uh, mm. she she found herself outside the bounty, but David himself went on and is not described as a guy based on his under, underwear, you know. He's described from his heart. Mm. He's a man after God's own heart. And as we said before mm. also, you could count him a An adulterer, a murderer, you know, whatever the case is. Those are not the things that David is known for, both before, even carnal men. You ask somebody who is David, and some people may be mischievous and say, oh, he's the king who, but he's known for something more. Mm. Amen? And Mm. you will be known for something more.
2: Amen. Amen? Amen.
3: There is
1: no limitation. There is no limitation. You know, that, that, that lady with the issue of blood. They said she she had a plague for many years. And though she visited many physicians, she 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 became the worse more and more. But Jesus, like the centurion, the centurion by his speech, mm. he touched our Lord. Mm. And he said, I have not seen faith like this. But that woman with the issue of blood, mm. she also touched God by an action. Mm. Faith was became tangible. Even the disciples got a bit, and he saw how familiar the disciples get. What do you mean by who touched you? We're in a crowd. What kind of question is this? You know. But he knew that something, not just left him, but something reached him, something connected with him. Mm. And I'm praying by God's grace um, in the persons of um, your pastors who God has, has has placed in a position of responsibility mm. over you, you could touch the life that is in them that is for you. Mm. by your questions amen. do not let this day mm-hmm. pass you by we go back to Isaiah we were reading before today is the day of your visitation mm. amen mm. seek the Lord while he may be oh. okay call on him when he is what yeah. amen amen so we are going to call and ask alright so um, yeah, if there is any questions that need to come anonymously uh, we will find a way to get that done um, if there is is there any paper or pens available that if we want to do something like that? Um, but beside that, also put your hands up, and we would um, we would we will give space for for the question to be asked, um, and, and and we will we respond. Now, um, we may, we have another mic, and from time to time I may also call on some of my sisters. Who who stand with us? Okay, our wives, our wives stand with us. And um, there's there's a there's a there's a promise I made before God, and it's not that these other pastors haven't made it, but I'm just saying that. But but, but I understand who my support is. Mm. That's my this is my beloved here. You know, mm-hmm. there are many times that she has helped me not get myself into mischief. Okay, mm-hmm. and I I stand in confidence that the Spirit will work inside of her is able to 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 help us finish well together so also um, Bisola, tovia sa and all the others who are here we would we would um, we will probably call on them from time to time to help answer the questions but I do understand that um, we have limitation of space and also some of the children need to be to be looked after but we will call on them as well all right so this is not a don't see gender. When you look here, yeah, see spirit, please. Okay? Don't see age. <laughs> Don't see gender. Amen? Salvation has come. All right? Salvation has come. All right then. So, um, who hands for the mic. Stephanie?
4: Hey. <laughs> it turned on?
3: Okay. Hi. Um... So I'm hoping I'm asking a question that touches a variation and answers, helps a lot of us. So I want to start by saying thank you so much for the powerful session that we just had. I came here not knowing what to expect, but with the whole talk of singleness, I'm just like, yes, i to dig deeper and get my single going. But at the same time, <laughs> um, we've been in gatherings and meetings where they talk about the value of marriage, and they speak to... And we've learned how important it is to be married. And just looking at your lives, we can see that being married can be so beautiful, and especially with the waters and the support that we have, is something to desire. So there's honor in singleness and there's honor in marriage. So I feel the issue, i would speak for myself personally, and maybe some of my sisters or brothers, is there is a transition space between when you transition from being single being married, that there is not too much um, clarity in that area. So I'm hoping we could shed more light on what that process looks like because I find most issues we have is maybe being too hasty or not discerning that, okay, this is a season to still stay single. So how do you tell this is time for you to transition or you still need to dig deeper Or this is time for you to obey and get married? And what does that look like for the ladies and for the guys? Thank you.
1: Mm. Mm. Um, (laughs) I'll start and invite one of my other pastors to jump in. Now, one of the things um, in the scripture that always marvels me is that you almost... I obviously often used to ask myself, when did David really understand that he was to be king? Mm. Was it the time they called him in? Was it the time he went and served in the throne room? Was it the time, you know, you almost, David spent some time just serving
2: yeah.
1: in the field. And he spent some time serving in the throne room. And he spent some time, if he was not careful, riding on the the heralding and the praises of the ladies of the city—that says a thousand to Saul, ten thousand to yeah—but in all those dimensions, he was able to keep his soul in check. He was able to do what? Keep his soul in check. So in one in one place he said, ah, "I cannot touch the Lord's anointed." In another place he says, "You know." Um, I will not wear this armor. I will not go out in this regalia. I will gain confidence in this thing that God has helped me with the lion and the bear. Um, he was busily taking care of sheep, and everybody else was was, was being paraded before the, the high priest. <laughs> you know, not the, the priest, and he 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 came in, and it was almost nothing to him. Amen. So there are seasons that the soul the soul need to be yoked. If left unfettered, it will look at, like the situation we saw in Genesis. It will look at the tree and see that it is good, it is pleasant, it is able to make one wise. Amen? So, if I ask your pastors or the married people in this room, if the person they married, they knew they were going to marry from the first time they started to have desire about marriage, the answer is probably No. Mm. If you ask people who own a house, the house you imagined yourself you will own in this country, is it the one that you eventually got? Mm-hmm. The answer is probably no. You understand? So there are imaginations of the heart mm-hmm. that has to come under the government mm-hmm. of the Spirit of God mm-hmm. and wait on the divine seasons for God to provide the way. Even David, mm-hmm. the, the ordination and the promise of the seat of the throne mm-hmm. is not one that he could have taken with his might. So, is it, so? And bringing it into the, the question. Is it wrong to desire to be a king over Israel? No. But if you imagine it or give yourself too much mental exercise in that direction, you will seize it inappropriately. Mm. We saw that with Absalom. We saw that with Saul in trying to preserve it. Mm. You become very profane in your approach. Mm. You'll think this next fine young lady enter this fellowship, she is mine. <laughs> or this next fine young boy, he is mine, you know? Mm-hmm. And you can almost arrange yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And put boundaries around that person. You don't need to say anything. but you can, you can touch them or you can put scent markers around other people to know, don't play. Don't go there. Don't, don't go there. And those things are enslaving in themselves. Mm. What they are, they are enslaving in themselves. Before you know it, your thoughts are filled totally with the imagination of the life that you are going to have with that person. Or the job you're going to have. Let's not make it just about marriage. Okay? Or the house you're going to live in. That you have already. So, so, so when those mm-hmm. thoughts. So, whether it's marriage is honorable. Or is it good to own a house. Or, or all those kind of questions. People may sometimes bring. Is it wrong to, to want to buy my own car? You know? Da, 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 I've spent so much money on taxi. Can't I own my own car? But a pastor may just you that not yet. Mm-hmm. And you think... Am I not working for my own money? (laughs) You know? Should I just be enriching an uber guy over and over? Whatever the case is. Sometimes those things are not just because Mm -hmm. of is it right to lead about a sister or or to have a brother or not. They are because the soul um, may not have yet come into a level of government that sometimes by the instruction under your pastors or by the Holy Spirit himself Mm -hmm. you may have to allow those things to die or they can consume you. Even the guys that were with David, the thoughts that they're gonna be the guys serving the king was more in their mind than in David's mind. They were almost like this guy was in your hand, (laughs) you know, and or or they wanted to kill people who were threatening. Remember when when he was going out and guys were you know blaspheming him? They were almost like, "Mm." so so um so this season of singleness is a season where, as we said before, you learn to marshal and yoke. This soul, it is made as a container to contain God. So it has great capacity. But left unchecked, it runs wild. It becomes a brute beast. Amen. Pastor TJ said something quite profound. In a, I think he was pulling it out of Luke. He said the same Jesus that was filled, was filled with the Spirit. We then saw him at the end of that Luke 2, I think he used still growing and increasing in the spirit and in favor towards men. Amen? So this soul is always exchanging. It has appetite. The Bible said, he said with the Israelites, he said, I will not give you the land all at once, Mm -hmm. lest the wild beasts overcome you. Mm. Amen? So bit by bit, they had to grow to fill the land. So also this everlasting gospel, bit by bit, mm-hmm. they are feeding it to you so it fills the space in your heart. Mm-hmm. If they give you all the anointing at once, you will, you will make mischief. If they give you all the knowledge at once, it will puff you up. Mm-hmm. Amen? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so marriage is honorable. It is something that could be desired, but it's a, it's a womb, it's a vessel through which the glory of God is expressed, and it must be seen as that. If you see it as an entitlement and not an, a chamber for the expressing of God, then you you will find you will get yourself into mischief. Mm. And and the thing now, you look in, you may look at me. I know some of us put your hand up if I'm telling the truth. After I say what I say, it's good for you to say, Pastor Hans, you are married. <laughs> you know, but. I am second to Jesus my Lord who never married. Mm. Mm. I am second in honor Mm. by far to Jesus my Lord and he never got married. Mm. So if marriage is honorable and to be desired and you kind of extrapolate that equation, Mm. then Jesus did not pursue that honor Mm. in pleasing his God. Imagine if he had a wife and had a child. Wouldn't he have shown a better husband-wife relationship? Wouldn't he have shown better fatherhood to a young-born child? You know, so you can extrapolate those arguments and just think in the terms of. But no, this, as Pastor Jeff said at the start, this singleness phase and what he read um, at the end of First Corinthians seven, it is so that you can be well pleasing to whom? To God.
3: To God.
1: To God. That is what this life is given for. Not to own houses. Not to have children. Not to just have spouses. Not then People have spouses and then they have children. And they need grandchildren. They will harass their children to get grandchildren because it's their glory. Not so. <laughs> yeah. so, so it's not for those things. Those things are, are wombs or vessels out of which the glory of God can be expressed. But they are not the primary driver of the heart. And once, when you are sitting at the cusp of um, probably entering that institution of marriage, or or, or it's or you have already studied and you're at the cusp of going and get a job, it sometimes seems limiting Mm -hmm. when people tell you to. But many people have decided not to marry for the glory of God. Many of the people in our company as well have decided not to pursue careers that were natural extrapolation of their academic success Mm -hmm. so that they can be given to the service of God or not to even go and study Mm -hmm. a prime example of that is our Reverend K Mm -hmm. not so Mm -hmm. but I challenge any of you bring any of your discipline anything that you have applied time and your expense to study and you could have a conversation with him about the subject matter Because wisdom, as we saw in Solomon, it does not come from the application of books and the giving. It's the fear of God. Mm. That scripture has come to life. The fear Mm. of God is the beginning of wisdom. Mm. It is not in the learned institutions of the earth. And even if they ask you to explain eternal life or faith of the Son or Christ from the thing that you have studied, my pa- my pa- my brother, well, you were talking about anthropology. What is it? The, entomology. Entomology, <laughs> and we're talking about those insects and stuff. Mm. But I'm sure people who have tapped into this fountain can be able to use that thing and explain eternal life. Mm. It is not by masters mm. or PhD. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So um, so yeah, the the the, the honorable. To, to, to attain certain things in the earth. And, and um, it, it is not, we must not see them as a right, but also singleness when we talk about the honor about it. It is not just to be a nice, chaste, single person. That is not the honor. And I think Pastor Jeff, you went into that a bit, but the honor is, is allowing the soul to be a reservoir that contains God. And, mm-hmm. and, 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 and if, we could give, if we could give that time, Of where we are accountable for our thoughts, our actions, our our hunger, our appetite. And you could create in that window of time a soul that has an appetite for God's things. You have done well. You have done what? You have done well. So um, they, they come into the end of that singlehood. In the middle of that singlehood. Or even at the start of it. Once the desire is for God's things, you are doing well or else you'll reach to the end threshold. And then you start, I think, circadian stic- and passage. Jeff was talking about biological clock. You start to think about biological clock. And there's always a flip side. Amen? There's, you know, there, let's pass over to one of the passages, but some people suffer with pride or some, some people suffer with grace and plen- they, they're very anointed. And some people suffer with, I don't have any anointing, nothing is visible about me. You understand where I'm from? So some people... I want to get married or I, have, or I want to get children and some people I have many children these children are they are my undoing here and I from this spouse of mine you know so you'll find people on op- any opposite side in all things whether we are bound or we are base, we are to testify for the glory of God. Amen. Amen. And um, as you approach the horizon of singlehoodness you must not you must be graciously entered into the season of being an elder but not into the season of what God has robbed you of, or what you have missed in life. You are not missing anything. Nobody is missing anything. Amen? But Amen. over to one of our other pastors just to elaborate on that a bit. Can Pastor you here, Gabriel. Can I say <laughs> something? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, just
3: go.
2: Um, so. I made mention of um, the teachings that um, Love Seal was doing, Pastor Dupe, and um, uh, she started out by saying that we acknowledge that we are human beings and we have feelings, and it's very <coughs> sorry. It's very natural, you know, for us to have feelings. Are you hearing me though, even without the mic? Yeah. So. You know, some, these are not things that we can deny. Let's pretend it's not there. Um, but as we were saying earlier, you know, what we are looking towards is a journey in God that you will know, you know, if, okay, let me ask the question. How many of us here know that they, for the singles, right, that they are to get married? Can you raise your hand? Is that an unclear question?
3: Ooh, ooh. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Do you want me?
5: <laughs>
2: okay, I'm seeing some hands. Okay. Did you want me to clarify the question? Who in here, the singles, right? Not the married people, are convinced that their path in life is to eventually get married through the guidance. Okay, okay, let me go even further. Through, through the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Through the guidance of the Holy Spirit that you have a belief, a conviction within yourself that in this time, in your time on earth, you are to get married. Okay. And can I see the hands of those who are sure they are not to get married? Okay. um, The hands of those who are not sure... They are to get married. <laughs> okay, so okay, so most of you say you are convicted that you are to get married, yes, and yeah. So going back to you know, where, uh, I was talking about you know the natural feelings that you have. So you know, one of the natural feelings, yes, is to you know have love towards someone else, and yeah, we know. You know the world. Let me say that classifies love, this, that, and so on. Uh, we don't necessarily have to classify it, but based on your relationship with the Lord or how He has built you up, you 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 do know, right? So say you do know, and you're carrying this, but you know what we're saying is that it's not your. I'm going to get married, okay, let me see if I find him today or I find her today, let me, you know, we're, we're encouraging you not to do that. You may have moments when the thought, you know, crosses your mind and nothing is wrong with that, but as with all thoughts, you know, you submit them to the Lord and, you know, just as Pastor Hans was saying with David, who was anointed to be king, but it was not until 13 years later that he was king, he was made king. Um, But in that time, he he submitted. He knew there was a king in place, and he just knew, okay, my duty is to serve this king. He never went against Saul, despite all the, you know, the, the opposition that Saul showed him. You know, he served faithfully because he recognized that the hand of God was upon Saul. And even when God took his spirit away from Saul and then sent an evil spirit, David was a means by which he was chasing away this evil spirit. But I'm saying all of that to say that even though you do know, you know, there is that period of what we're saying of waiting on the Lord. And, you know, but your prayer, yes, can be, you know, Lord, keep my eyes and my heart open you know um and in your aspirations or your desires for who you want to be your spouse because you will have your criteria list but be careful of your criteria list you know as i was saying earlier because they might not be well founded you know and it really is that you you are relying on the holy spirit to to guide you You know, so even as we say, Oh yes, the Holy Spirit is guiding us into all truth, you can't compartmentalize your life. You can't say he's guiding you in these things, guiding you in a job. And then when it comes to you know, the prospect of marriage, you then say, Listen, okay, but I want this and I want that, and you know, if I don't get it, then nothing. So with Stephanie's question, you know, the the transition period, I believe you will know when it is. I don't believe that God has us in turbulence for Mm -hmm. no reason. Mm -hmm. You know, wonder, oh God, you know, it must be that he's saying it's not yet time. Mm -hmm. And when the time comes, it will come. You know, and if, say, you do see a person, you know, that you may be very convinced is the person then that is to submit to your pastors. You know, you may have observed the person from afar or you may have seen them up close, not too close. You, you know, (laughs) not too close. You submit to your pastors because, you know, they have the oversight of it. Please don't undervalue your pastors in this thing. Don't think that they don't know where you are coming from. Because they do. God has given them wisdom and they know. Mm -hmm. So should you see that person, you go say, Pastor Jeff, I see Sister Stephanie, you know, yes, I'm seriously thinking (laughs) of, you know, taking the next step. And Pastor Jeff will say, oh, really now? Okay, why, why is that so? You know, and he'll be able to evaluate and, you know, really give you wisdom in that. Because then he'd be able to say, okay, but are you prepared for Sister Stephanie? You know, have you been built up? Because Pastor Jeff will know, is that young man built up? Yeah. Is he mature enough? Yeah. Can he actually cover a wife? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what he is like. You, and even his friends, his friends will testify of him. Mm-hmm. You know, but don't just rely on his friends, you know. Your pastors are very key. They are your cover. And I, I don't believe your pastors will lead you in the wrong direction. No. You know, and it's that trust that you have in them as they, they follow the Lord, you follow them. Yeah. So I, I hope that are you satisfied, Stephanie. <laughs> okay.
3: God's will for you to be married in that situation I don't I feel like I'm doing the wrong thing by saying yes but how how I got to that place is not wanting to feel like I'm lustful for saying yes I do believe the Lord will want me to be married so that's that gap because as much as you want to take singleness seriously there's um, I, I don't know if it's just me speaking for myself but there's this thing of okay if let's say I feel there's a season where, okay, marriage is around the corner because we know what that looks like outside of the word of righteousness. They put it there that these are the things to look out for to say you're ready. But within the framing of word of righteousness, I feel there's a gap for me. I, there's no understanding as to what that should look like.
0: Okay, can I say something? Praise God. Um. Thank you for your question. I feel like she asked a question that a lot of people want to ask. So, mm-hmm. um, thank you, Stephanie. Um, there is, well, for most co- a lot of questions, is an underlying. There's an underlying, um, I guess, matter. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the. Thing we have to be careful here with this marriage. Marriage is not the house that you walk into. That so you say, okay, is it time to go there now? And then so it's time, okay, let's go there. <laughs> um, it's, when it comes down to it, it is, has for you as the Lord brought this man and said that this man should marry me. Do you understand? So, when we put a lot of the cloudiness, the, um, and I understand what you're saying, because that's how it is in the, out there in the world. But... Um, when you say in word of righteousness, <laughs> it could seem like there is a gap, so to speak. But is it that is it that there is a gap, or is it that there is a there is more precision? Yeah. Yeah. You know, those are not the same thing, mm-hmm. right? It's like where you, you fill up a space with something that shouldn't be there that's causing havoc in people's lives. And then if you now come into a place where they remove that thing and it's not there, it might seem like, wow, something should be here, something should be here. But the honest truth is that that whole thing, that, for that anxiety, ah, oh, I'm getting to this age, wow, marriage, marriage, marriage. There's so much evil in that thing, you know, that um, you know a lot of people it has caused, ends up in heartache, that's made people marry who they shouldn't marry ended up in marriage they don't even even desire in the first place that some people have gotten married at the night of their wedding they ask they say what how did I even get to this point you, you now wonder how what will make a person go through a marriage is not that easy go through such a tedious process taking your parents that parents would go to the village to go to the other one everything and all the stress and everything, do giant wedding, take debt, everything. I want to make someone do such a thing and end up after, just after saying I do, you wonder how did I even get here? It means that there's so much, there's just so much around that marriage that's not, you know what I mean? So part of what light does is that light, when you come into a season of light, there's more clarity, definition purposefulness to yeah. things and to living. And I think that's the kind of life that the Lord wants for us. So one thing that we should be delivered from is that for gay marriage, marriage, you know, as if it's something that's one, one season you need to now gather some kind of power to and, you know, gain some profound wisdom you know, to navigate and something like this. No, it's not that. It's, just, it's, it's the way God brings things into your life. And when I say things, it's not many things. It's not marriage God is bringing to your life. He's a person. It's a man for you. He's a man at one point, the man will come. And then when he's coming and he's now trying to tell you that you are his wife, then you have a decision to make. Before that time, there isn't too much, to be honest. Honestly. <laughs>
1: um,
0: number one, because number one, the order is not for you to go and find a man to first start with. So for sisters, it's even easier. You understand? I understand more if he's a guy that's saying, ah, it's like maybe the Lord is leading me towards, I'm not too sure. I understand that one more, but for sisters, uh, your own is easier. Your own is just, he who finds a wife. It's not or it's not he who finds a wife or she who finds a man. It's, 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 Praise, praise Jesus. So even more for sisters, is is um what I'm saying might sound wild, too extreme or no. It's not. It's the devil that makes us. You know, he will take the devil will take something that is wrong, make it the norm, and then make those who are living rightly have to explain why. Do you understand? Like like a single person who is focusing on devoting themselves to the Lord, because they are getting to a certain age, now have to feel like they have to explain, they are single, being single, or feeling like they should be thinking about. It. No, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. You have to trust the Lord that the Lord has concern about, He's more concerned about your marriage, who you will marry, than even you can ever be. So you have, you have to have faith in that and just focus on devoting yourself to the Lord, building yourself up. One day, one guy will come and say, the Lord has, and he will do it. You know what I mean? And by that time, when the guy comes, because you've been focusing, if, you've, if you are thinking about marriage, you're more, you more likely to make mistakes about marriage. Because the wisdom, you need to know who you will marry. It's not a wisdom about marriage. It's a wisdom about God. So people who think about marriage, when you just get confused, after a while, every guy will look like someone you can marry. <laughs> because you have imagined all kinds of things. Now you, now you don't know whether what you are, you are, the standard you are using is a real standard that has to do with God and your life. Or that is part of your archive of imagined thoughts that you are using to judge. Are you getting on? That's what the devil operates in, that kind of way, is to mess up your mind so that there is no clarity in your mind. So, and like as Pastor Acadian said, God is not a author of confusion. He doesn't want to throw you into this confusion of oh, marriage. No, no, God is not like that. It's not like that. When it's time, a man will come. He will come. And when he comes... You, you would a man can come and he's not the one, yeah, yeah. but you can't know if you don't have clarity, right. if you are not purposeful. You understand? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I feel that answers the sister's side. It's not that complex, complicated. Um. Then, if you're asking, okay, if a guy then comes, how do you know? That's a different question, right? But and then and then from the guy's side. Um, but but that's not the question. I don't think that's the question you asked. So I'm not going to answer that question unless someone asks. But because of time, I don't want to take all the time talking. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Pastor Hans can answer that question. Yes. And.
1: I talked to the guys over that. Okay, 20, sir. Uh uh-huh. Maybe
0: knowing who the person is, sir. Uh, maybe someone else can.
1: No, but also. This oh, is not. You're not shooting not shooting fish in a bucket. No. <laughs> there is a there is a entitlement that men can have and even as they grow older they feel they are more vintage. That it's your it's your foray to truth. Mm. The extrapolation of that Cinderida mentality where you feel all of them have to come and put on the glass shoes you feel you have options. <laughs> that thing is evil. Yeah. That thing is what Nothing is evil. This is, don't see that as a female whose body you can live your fantasies through. That is not what a wife is. Mm. That is a soul that walks as a helpmeet with you to the glorification of God. You don't have stature, she will spend all her years stooping. Below the low ceiling of your soul, in order to give expression to God, you must be able to have capacity to counsel. Yeah, so you're now seeing marriage or the home, children, as something different. It is not, it is not your playground. I I like meat, or I like vegetarian, I'll have a vegetarian. It is not your playground for your imaginations. Amen? The breath of life goes into souls. So, therefore, as Pastor Jeff said, it is not a desperation on the side of the woman, and it is not a candy store where the men are concerned. The same precision. If you find yourself that you have come to your pastor three or four times to say, I think this is the one. Something is wrong with you.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
1: At least they're coming, the pastor says. Yeah? But this thing, that word pastor Jeff used, precision. This thing is, listen to me. You have bought cars and sold cars I'm sure. You have probably changed the colour of your curtains or you have changed your houses or apartments. You know, there are some things that are permissible. You can think, ah, uh, this is the job but you change the job after a while, the one that you thought God really wanted you to have. But you see in this thing when you join in this covenant there's no space for afterthought. You have to know fulfill yes. the other part of that first Corinthians seven. Mm. Yeah. Right? And they talk about it in the epistle as well. You have to now endure. Mm-hmm. And Paul was very careful. He says, Not me, but the not the Lord but me. <laughs> you have to know endure to bring that thing to its perfected end. That choice that you think was just your prerogative. I'm my own person you will have to endure that marriage whether they give you 60 years of it and you have to find joy in doing it all you can't just endure it with sorrow in your heart you have to still present it as an expression of God's glory the very thing we said if you do it right you have to offer it so you have to now die to more self and more, many other things so these things are, are, are things that are, are not they are they are they are not to be played with, amen? amen. But singleness gives you access into the mind of God, so that you could you could take decision, you could take this 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 one of the decisions you'll take in the life. But this one decision, you could take it and take it very well, amen? amen. But you have to be you have to have the eyes of the Lord. Inside your frame, yeah. you have to have the pastors who look after feeding your souls—the very thing that we says the statue of God is expressed within. Yeah. They will have no cause, if they want the best for you, to stand in the way. Amen. Yeah. They will have no cause to stand in the way of this one expression yeah. of life which is the institutional marriage. But I keep saying it as one, because I want you to not believe it is the only way for a soul to express and find freedom in the things of God, in the earth. But I'm not saying it's bad. Okay? I sit here with my beloved and I'm not saying it's bad. But do not, do not make your focus too consuming on it, Please. To consuming it, I'm seeing a lot of anonymous questions and Pastor Cecy, yes, go ahead. Okay.
7: Hello. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Thanks, sir. Okay. Um, pastor, thank you so much. Um pastor Jeff, mommy, thank you so much. Um, a lot have been said, but I'll start. I'll come from the angle of um, the celibacy, mm-hmm. you know, and. Um, The reason why I want to just speak about it is because my wife thought she was going to be a celibate. I don't know if she's hearing now. (laughs) So because, and it wasn't because of the fact that the Lord said it, it was because of our experience. You know, because she grew in a house whereby the dad, dad left the mom at some point and, you know, And then she had to stay with her dad. And um, the experience was not, you know, not. But in the middle of that experience, she found God. But she felt men are not. Men are somehow, you know what we call men as come. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, what they call men as come. Yeah, true. So, but I. I think, you know, God just, like pastors talked about, we finding, God saw a pattern, a path in life. Now, the reason why I'm saying that is because Pastor Maker, I'm more of, under Pastor Maker, right? So Pastor Maker always say there is no celibate in this church, you know. <laughs> I'm not saying there is definitely no celibate, but I don't want us to, I don't want people to, because the reason why I'm saying this is because it might be based on an experience that you have, That you are now looking at, no, I don't really want to be. So, based on what, I just want to emphasize it so that you will check it well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because today my wife is glad Mm -hmm. and grateful to God that God brought me Mm -hmm. away. And I'm also grateful that she's, she's my wife. You get. So, you know, you would never know what you would miss because I don't imagine what life I would live. If I don't have her in my life, you know, I wouldn't be where I am today. I would not lie to you. So I don't know how far you would go if you think that you can take that decision based on anything, any judgment that is outside God's judgment. So you need to really, really evaluate it. So when it comes to the area of celibacy, it's not something you evaluate alone. You also have to evaluate it with your pastor. You have to submit it. So it's not something you can just wake up and say, I'm a celibate. It's a male and female. Created, you them. So that one is an exclusive um, zone that you don't go there on your own. It's a natural, it's a natural course. course, like what Pastor says. And the other thing I want to say is that a lot of us came, we aspire for things and when we get it, we find out that there is actually nothing in those things yeah. that we expired for. How many of us thought that Canada was paradise? And then we got here, we saw that it was overrated. Yeah. You understand? I was just telling Pastor Gabriel today, that I should be, this, this is the Canada, like, is this the Canada, like... <laughs> Is there any other Canada? Is there a Canadian? You know, like, the one that is on. you know. <laughs> so, you know, so the same thing, when you get to marriage, if you don't take it to what has been said, because I don't want to repeat them, when you get there, you will still ask yourself, is this the marriage? Is there another marriage? on? You know, like, this is it. So, one thing that our daddy taught us Pastor Meka is that anything we are entering in life, and based on the question you asked on word of righteousness, you know because you mentioned that word word of righteousness, and that's why I really wanted to say something, you know because I don't have to say anything. So, word of righteousness is a tool for salvation. Yes. <laughs> you must know that. So when it comes to the arena of word of righteousness. Is salvation zone so anything they give you in the word of righteousness is for your salvation? Eh? So if they give you a job, is to save you, if they give you a friend, is to save you. So when they give you marriage, is to save you because your salvation must complete. They don't want to just save you, they want to save you to the uttermost. You know what is called, uttermost. You can't imagine it. It's an everlasting zone. So you understand. you find out that. Let me just give you one small example, and then I'll just stop it. Mm-hmm. When, you see, when you are in marriage, eh, you think that today, when you and your wife finish praying in the morning, Holy Ghost everywhere, I, uh, everything came down. So much anointing, grace. And you are the one that even brought the power, everything. Your wife will tell you. It's for the men. Now, your wife will tell you, sweetheart, go and wash the toilet. (laughs) See, she might not need to say that. It's not like it's... It depends on how your family is. It depends on what works for you. You understand, you know? The Bible talks about the way of our own ego in the air. Because you might be washing toilets and another person might not wash toilets. It's just your own way. But don't tell me... That me washing toilets in my own house is wrong. Mm. So, if she said it to me, you don't need to come to that zone and say, Ah, why will Pastor Sessy's wife say that? You, you get, you don't need to reason it. It's not your zone. Not your zone. Yeah. Uh, because Holy Ghost can permit it in my house. Yeah. Uh, so, I need to go and obey that thing and do it with love and not complain. If it is a permission in my zone, mm-hmm. it's, it's salvation. salvation. Yes, sir. So, because when it's happened, when it's said at times, the thing that naturally comes out as a man is your ego. Yeah. And the Lord will speak to your heart. It has happened to me over and again. Go and do it. Who are you not to do it? You understand? So, you now think of it, I'm nothing, you know, And then you do it. That's just one of it. And that's, that thing brings. That's when I learned... That's where I learned still at... Busy hand, still at... And then spirit can rest. Uh, It's when your hand is busy... And your heart is still. That's when spirit can come. God begins to speak to you. So in those zones... I'm just using that as an example. There are things that will not be your own ways... Of doing things that you need to adjust. Many that you don't know. Do you understand? So in the zone of marriage... You should go there with that art. And that's why we are talking of singlehood. So, singlehood is a time of preparation for that time. Because many things will come out. You know, some people are very neat. They're extremely neat. And you, you are rough. The two of you meet, jam each other. As you are arranging it, they are scattering it. That's why some people beat their wife. You understand? As you they come out and they put them back. They, you just see power from nowhere. You'll be wondering, where is this thing coming from? Do you understand? That's salvation. So you'll be wondering that you, the things that you don't know that you can do, you will do it. Before you know, they will not call panel on your case. God forbid, it will not be any of us. Amen. Thank you, Amen. Thank you, sir. Um,
1: lovely. Lovely. Um, so, yeah, this 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 institutional marriage um, is it's a very um, yeah we got to be very careful. I've, I read some of the questions; a lot of them have progressed towards marriage. Um, <laughs> so, so it's a reflection and it's it's real. You know, we we see it as the next stage of what we call Pastor Jeff called adulthood or coming of age. You know, um the twenty fours for the lady or twenty-five was that age that you need to start at, you know, or the guy's thirty or whatever the case is. Those it seems as like a natural progression, but uh, we'll pull it back into the zone of um into glory towards God, well pleasing to God. But one of the questions there I'll take liberty for on the behalf of the pastors and I'll answer quickly. Um, it's not a wrong question. It is um, is the issue of dating. <laughs> uh, and it's not a bad question. It's, it's one that many people ask, and I had it in my head as well when I was young. So you cannot find out, if you look back at what has been discussed by the pastors, the precision, a clarity, precision, a tool for salvation, whatever the case is, There is no cold stone ice cream or pizza or chicken and chips or whatever the case is. Where you're going to discover that more precisely by wearing your best dressed apparel or closely fitted apparel, whether it's for biceps or for other parts of the body. Amen? Those things are not discovered there. You don't find the mind of God in doing that. The world tells us that if you wore something tightly fitted or you, whatever the case is and you did some gestures and your heart palpitates, you feel a bit of butterfly, the pores at the back of your neck open, <laughs> then it's probably it. Amen? Amen? Do not take the soul and enslave it to Excitement of emotions as this is the word of God saying, Yes, Yes. this is the one. Do, Do not subject it to that. This soul has become alive by something called a quickening spirit that leads you into what? All truth. It does not need red roses, candlelight dinners. Nicely arranged first course, second course, dessert. A stroll along the canal. The chivalry of a court and the charm. and It doesn't need all that nonsense. To determine the mind of God. Does it mean you can't enjoy a meal in the future with your spouse? Yes, you can. But it is not discerned. Salvation is not discerned. Through chivalry and charm and beauty. Yes. And anyone that uses that tool, you love that tool, what you are doing, C.K.D.A.N. said something from Love Seal, you are touching the person. Yes. Do not touch each other sure. by your soft-spoken voice or your baritone yeah. or the fact that you want to lend your scarf or your coat on a cold night walking from Shaw center to the team. Yes. So I've watched, I've been looking to see who is opening the door as we go in the mall Who was volunteering chairs in the food court? (laughs) A lot of mouths are opening. No, you could touch each other by those gestures. You can make yourself very significant. You could have replaced God in that moment while that person was eating that jelly pasta Jeff apologized for. You could have filled that space in that person's mind rather than allowing them to be thinking what it is I need to surrender. What idol? What vanity? What imagination that does not find its seed in righteousness is filling my gaze. And that person will just leave that food court thinking, "Wow, wow." Okay, so dating—that's a tool of the bind. It's—it's it's think about it as that red and white walking stick. That blind people use. It's a tool of the blind. It's, a, it's, yeah. it's groping in darkness. Yeah. Amen? Amen. Dating is what? Groping yeah. in, in darkness. Yeah. It is not being led by the eyes of God. Yeah. And you have been. You have been made spirit people. Yeah. Do not use these beggarly elements. Yeah. Don't stoop that low. Yeah. Don't stoop that low. Have you seen Pastor Jeff profile picture On WhatsApp? Yes. Him and is sitting and eating that. Ah, there will be, ah, ah. <laughs> there will be time for that afterwards. Yes. Amen? Yes. There will be time for that afterwards. Don't worry. If that is your course. If that is not your course, you and your other friends will enjoy dinners. And you will take your selfie. You and your male friends or you and your girl friends. The food still have the same ingredients. The ambience is still the same. Do you understand where I'm from? Yes, but do not, do, not, do, not, do not let that romance. Mm-hmm. Those things are projections of oneself. Most of people's selfies, piteous, are not Pastor Jeff. I know there is love there in that household. But most people's profile pics and all those... All those things. <laughs> those are projections of oneself that are based in vanity. Amen? Amen?
6: Amen.
1: Amen? Amen? Amen. The thing that does not decay is that soul that is presented before God. Amen. Sister Cadian's height may not have changed, but her skin, her complexion, different things would have changed, and for me as well. Amen? Amen. But the thing that we love and the thing that is becoming more and more beautiful as we go on is these souls that are joined for the pursuit of salvation. Yes. And I don't, I don't say to say we have attained anything, yeah. but yeah. From, my, from where I sit, mm. and I stand before the pastors to judge me as wrong, you see, this, this is for salvation. Yes. We are here for salvation. Yeah. We love you, but also... We love God. It is God we are pursuing. We're not in Canada because of anything else, but our love for God Mm -hmm. and our love to see others prosper in God. Amen? If you change course, I will not be here with a group of other people. (laughs) So also, this institution is for one singular purpose. Mm -hmm. And I have found mercy to find somebody that loves God and is going after him. I'm blessed. Don't rob yourself of that situation. Yeah? And let your heart be divided. Like Samson going after our ladies that took him after strange gods. Strange what? Strange gods. And many other guys marry like Jay. Who are those guys? Strange gods. So, 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 so guard your heart. So, yeah, that's that one that I want to deal with. But, pastors, let's just let's take others. I mean, you have read them. You could just read out the question and then see if we answer them. All right, and we we're gonna come back to the floor just now. But thank you for putting these down. Anyone sir, anyone sir. You you all are well able to answer any. Let's distribute them.
0: <laughs> so this one this one says there are guys approaching me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who? There are guys approaching me. No, but hear are,
1: this one. Hear this one. Hear okay. this one. Go ahead, there are guys
0: approaching me who are great, but not in word of righteousness. Mm-hmm. Must the person I marry be listening to these things? Or can't I trust Can't I trust that God can use me to bring them in? Let's calm down, let's calm down.
1: So remember when you when you hear these questions and you will become all of us will become increasingly skilled, all right, in using the word of God, the sword of the spirit, the light. To, to divide between thoughts and intents of the heart. Yeah, that's it. Amen? That's what the sword of the spirit is for. Okay? So, we ask ourselves is the, is, is the question emanating from a precision? Instead, there are, you didn't say there's a guy, there are guys. So it's already off reservation. Is it not? <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, <laughs> then approaching me, can you bring them in? Bring them into what salvation or into with the right, you know? So, there, there are elements of the question that shows that it is not precise and targeted towards it is a vain hope. So, you could, I will encourage you if bring them, invite them to life meetings, but they may not be for you. Yep. Yeah. And when somebody else takes them, you don't <laughs> grieve. <laughs> so bring them in for salvation but don't put your mark on them because they may be for someone else amen you may not be a king's man redeemer you remember how Ruth came in and people says, ah redeem this one for me amen there is a nobility of heart there's a nobility of heart as you see in the story of Boaz and Ruth that a lot of us don't have we imagine our name and just like that thing they asked Jesus whose wife will they be in the world to come Moses' law said this people you think about your legacy you are not about the legacy of the spirit they can't trust you they can't trust you as yeah. you. we look, look on some people like Joseph. That's a little cameo in this in story of Jesus our Lord. But if they rob some men of the virginity of their wife, they may think they have ah somebody else who has to be for God. Not even my son. I can't even boast that he has my nose or he looks like me. They, they, we we there's something more that we have to be after. Okay, yeah. mm. but. With that question, I just want you to use the guardrails. It is already off reservation. It is punting, it's a punt. It's like when you go in the amusement park. Yeah, it's a punt just in case. They could come to salvation and just in case. They could become noble and just in case. I will be first in line. You, you don't do that. This is, you, you, are, you are giving your years over to vain imaginations. Yeah? Yeah. the person as Pastor Jeff said that when they when they have come and please silence in that is come also via pastors you know you will submit to authority yes. not just the, the Holy Spirit showed up in your room and said hey thus says God She's the one be brave enough to submit it to pastors yeah. if you are sure Be very 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 comfortable. The only reason you're not comfortable is either you have already marked yourself as not being legitimate. you have not grown. you already know your measure is not to that level. Amen. so um, be 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 willing to to align your heart to the precise movements of God, okay? okay. Pass the book oh, okay. to Sorry, sorry, Pastor. Uh, I'm not going. I
5: don't think I'm going to just uh, address the question directly, but more of the aspect of you know, point, like, because I wanted to say it like the first question, because when we say in the word of righteousness, this, this and that, and I think Pastor Jeff mentioned um, the main issue there, if it's about a thing of precision, right? I just wanted to come from more from an angle of. When we say word of righteousness, in what of righteousness, it's more like a classification, yeah. right? And you are classifying word of righteousness as if it's something that's just being preached by oh, this set of people, Pastor Jeff, Pastor mm-hmm. Femi, and mm-hmm. everybody preaching it. Okay, we are under that. That's what we are all learning, but not really, really finding identity yeah. as the real work of God in your life. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Word of righteousness is not. It's not something that we just carry and start preaching everywhere yeah. and then. Yeah. When you look at... It's, 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 it's not a club. It's not, it's not a clique. Right? It's not about we are the happening people. The Lord is looking on us. No. Word of righteousness, when you are saying it, it what it should mean to you. Mm-hmm. Right? is a personal salvation within you. Right? When you say, word of, what is the what is word of righteousness? It's not, it's not what we are preaching. It's not a club. Mm-hmm. Word of righteousness is the work of God for you. Amen. For to save you. Yeah. Right? If you know, okay, we are journey, we are growing spiritually, mm-hmm. right? If our focus is God and that's who we are after mm-hmm. and we know clearly, I have found something in Lord I want to go after. Word of righteousness is what God is using to raise you. Yeah. To build you. So, what of righteousness is not something to use as, an, as maybe something uh, that maybe I'm just part of. You know, we are just doing no. Mm-hmm. And that, and when you are saying that, I, I, I'm sure it's because it meant something to you, mm-hmm. right? What you are saying, what about you this? Because precision is coming in areas and aspects of your life that you align under God, that you should submit to God. Mm-hmm. But our heart finds a way sometimes to start looking for, like, like Pastor said, you no, know, start looking for excuse-driven ways right, to escape the instruction you already know. Yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. You may know that, okay, okay. by clear definition, or if not, why are we thinking about, should I go and bring them in so I can marry them? Mm. What are you looking for? Yes. Right? So, I mean, not to castigate the question, I mean, just more towards the intention, right? I mean, you're not only spirit. You can't, you can't save anybody. I mean, if you look at yourself, Dad, just do just that the Lord is saving me. He's trying to save me. He has been trying to save me. You know, just count how long he has been trying to save you. And then you just think, can I save? How many people can you save? <laughs> <laughs> you are not Jesus, you know. Just <laughs> But I just wanted to come from more, i just stop at that. But I just want to come from more from my angle of defining or when we are thinking about, you know, what the righteousness is, what we're thinking, what it's about right? It's, it's more about salvation, like everybody has said, yeah. right? It's not a club, and it's you a clique, right? So it's more of now looking more inward mm. as to what the Lord is doing inside of you. That's where you fetch instruction from. I don't know if that... Amen.
7: Uh, Amen. Can you hear me? Okay. Thank you, Pastor, sir. That was really great. I, um, I just want to come from this angle. Oh, Lord, I don't want to lose this. Okay. First trust, you know, just, um, we need to trust the Lord with all of our heart and not lean on our own understanding. Like it's, it's a, it's also something called it's faith, right? You know, faith towards God, faith of the son, like you just trust God for your life. These are basic things Mm -hmm. that we need to get going as a believer. Like, faith. I believe. I believe God. Do you know that thing? That thing is very vital in our Christian journey. You know that He would not leave me. I just know. You know that thing? You need it. You need it always. It has to be at the bottom of your bag, your salvation bag. Mm. Do you understand that? You need to use it every time, you know, in your journey. And um, another thing I want to talk about is that aspect of we. Um, There is a thought that just flew off my head now. Lord, help me to remember. And it's very important. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's very, very vital. Okay. Yeah. I think I remember now. So I just want to use some practicals. Like just little little practical here and there. You know, I happen to be in this community since twenty seven, two thousand and seven. So like I've been like two thousand and nine I I was a bit stable with you know, you know, souls, rascal coming, go out, coming, go out. Two thousand and nine, you know, and you know, journey like that up until now. Even now it's not like I'm that hundred percent, you know, like I'm still i'm not saying that i'm going anywhere like i don't i i've already resolved in my mind that okay you know this is where i'm where my life is going to develop now but the thing i also want us to learn to understand is how the lord speaks to us these are vital things in our journey and that's why when if you're under pastor maker our daddy and that's my pastor from, that's why I'm mentioning him. Sorry, I know he's our pastor too. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So he would tell us to, you know, the elementary principle of the doctrine of Christ, which we are also learning in this community here now, you know, under Pastor Jeff. I need us to always come for life class. I will beg you in the name of Jesus, you know, for some of the things I just heard now, yeah. you know, it's very important for you to pay attention to life class, listen to some of those messages again, you know, we are still going to get to how you can hear the Holy Spirit, you know, all of those simple, simple things. You might think that you have passed that course. Me, I thought I passed it, even though I was ministering. Pastor told me to go and join that class, and that was in 2012, and I felt very bad. I felt like they were, ah, you are underestimating the grace of God upon my life. <laughs> well, I didn't know that I don't have any grace. <laughs> it's just I was a disgrace, you guess. <laughs> but, you know, until I got for that cl- went for that class, I didn't know. You know, that class delivered me from malaria, as simple as malaria was then. That class, that class, I was grateful, you know, to just go to that class. that I used to use amatem, quatem all the terms, you know, uh, but, you know, that class. So don't underestimate what God is telling your pastors to do. Make sure you pay attention to some of those things. When they tell us, read Agin, you know, listen to again, you know, you might think it's a joke. These are things that helps you to, to find your footing in faith towards God. You know, you just have a kind of resolution it helps your resolution that this is the way. You know, you just like I, I need to hear God for this next thing. You know, those little, little things. I need to see God's face. I need to, you know. I and Wesley was just talking. I told him, I said, "This are, there's some. There's a foundation I have that I am a spirit. You see that thing? As in, that's why I don't form being spiritual. That one set through some things in my mind. I'll never form. I don't want to laugh now. I will laugh now. I will." <laughs> Then, you know that thing there is a way it just settles you mm-hmm. it's of foundation. Mm-hmm. Do you understand don't take it lightly now the last thing i'll say is this is that there is a lady that lived in my house that taught me as in you know that conversation also taught me faith and pastor gabriel I know the person um i will not mention her name but she lived in my house and she she has all these basics you understand and following our parents and all of that. And she's she's she doesn't look fine, you get. She has a very bad teeth. Do you understand? Like she if she smiles, you won't like her. Like you get. And then she she's not she doesn't care whether she should do her hair or not to do her hair. She's not, she's, she's, funny enough, she's clean. Mm-hmm. Very clean, needs, cleans the room, does everything right. But she submitted under this light. Mm. She gave all her heart to it. Yeah. Did you hear what I said? I said? She gave all her heart to it. So my wife was the one that, I, was the one always telling her, you do this. Like, you know, I believe that's why God brought her to, to us. So, you know, they, we are always, my wife is, me, I don't care. As long as you love God, and if it works for you, yeah. me, I don't have any problem. <laughs> I don't have any problem with you. The only major thing, I love the Lord. But my wife is the mother that tells all of us what to do. You know how to do it. Sweet, I should not dress, do this for my hair. Even me, I'm learning from her. So you, she will tell her, do this, do this, do this, don't do this, don't do this. The lady got to like the age of, like 27, 28, and we started getting worried. because she lived with me for a long while, like six years, seven years. So I was like, ah, someone that you are 28, no brother, nothing. What's happening? Even me. You understand? I felt like, you know, and the parent who is watching under this light, what's happening? But anytime I have that conversation with her, I, I leave the conversation feeling not, I feel I shouldn't have even bring up the conversation in the first place because she would judge me you know based on our conversation so just to cut the long story short a brother came the brother was was like three years junior is this another perspective to it like she was 29 the brother was 26 or 25 you know so the disparity was, but when she came, when the brother came and she told me, I submitted it to pastor and then, but I asked her a question because she has worked with God. I asked her a question, what is God saying? Even me, I've come to trust what God will say because, you know, we've had interaction over time. So she told me, she said, she feels this is the brother. I said, that thing finish me. You understand? Looking at the age. The way the guy is and, you know. And when I told Pastor, Pastor said, she's right. Yes. Today they are married. They are doing amazing. Yeah. Besides, if I didn't tell you this story, you will never know that the guy is far younger than the lady. And she's appreciating in life. She's, she got married as at when she became 30 so I, I I don't want you to don't be agitated. Yeah. Just learn God. Yeah. See everything you need yeah. is in salvation. Yeah. Every that you need them. The Bible says, "Be careful for nothing." He says, "In everything, with prayer, supplication, thanksgiving, make your requests known." He yeah. says, "He says what the peace, the peace of God." He didn't say he will give you that thing. Okay. So the major thing you need is rest, yeah. peace. That's the major thing. So when peace comes, every other thing will follow. Thank you.
0: I don't want to take this question too far, but uh, there was one aspect at the end. I don't know I don't know if we got it um, completely right, maybe the way it's written. She said the last part said must the person. Can Mary be listening to these things or or can't I trust that God can use me to bring them in? So um, I don't know, I, I, this person is saying to bring them in after I've married them or to bring them in so that I can marry them. I'm not sure which one he's saying. But, but in either case, um, um, two things here. I think part of what Pastor Bukumi said about... Um, word of righteousness, right? That word of, when you say word of righteousness, um, everything Pastor Bakuma said about it, uh-huh, it's for salvation, it's, um, it's for, it's, word of righteousness has a cause, a way of life in it. And that's one thing I want to emphasize here, is that um, what we are calling word of righteousness, what we are doing here is not a joke, People have spent their life for it, yeah. their blood for it, yeah. they've hazarded their lives, they've let go of different life yeah. that they could be living. Yeah. You understand? So it's not, it's not a, it's not a thing that you say, "Oh, and a place." It's not a social club. Oh, we yeah. go there with that kind of meeting. Like if, if you see it that way, I'm so sorry. You are. You are you are so mistaken. You are so off. You are so wrong. You are so blind. You are so you are so, you are you are almost lost pertaining to what is going on. You understand? If you if all you see is just a social club or like me, like we have nothing else to do. Like I have nothing else to do with life. I just you understand what I mean? I just like sitting here, just talking stuff like you understand what I mean? <laughs> it's not a it's not a joke, it's not a, you know, you understand, it's, it's a real thing. And so it's not something that you say that, well, can I just bring somebody in? Do you get, <laughs> like it's, uh, can I make him a member of our club so that everything can be okay, as if it means nothing. What does that mean, bring somebody in? Can, do you know how to save their soul? Have you brought yourself in do you understand what i mean is it a joke is it like uh, you understand right why they, they've not been in all this time and god couldn't do it are you the one now to come and do it what power do you have how are you what is the means of doing it is brought is bringing them in is it to get them to come and be sitting down in the meeting is that the word of righteousness <laughs> Do you understand? There's just so much about this question that you can see that there's so much shallowness of thought to, to this line of thinking. It's like it's very superficial. All you are seeing, maybe, is just a place we go to, it's where we belong. So, to marry somebody, maybe you have to, they have to belong to. You don't see, maybe, the souls, what is happening, why we are all making sacrifices. You know, and the work in the heart that God is doing in us, and how difficult, bordering or almost or even impossible it is, the kind of thing that the word of righteousness is able to do to the soul, and the way the Bible makes us clear to us is that it's not a guarantee that every kind of person can be subject to this kind of word. It's actually not guaranteed. Every, I can prove it to you throughout the whole narrative of salvation yeah. that there is even a numbering. Yes, they use sir. the concept of number yes, attached sir. to it to prove that it's not everybody. Yes, so, so based on what do you even suggest to, to think that that person even has any kind of either past, present, future part in the word of righteousness? Do you understand what I mean? Right? You need to understand God Himself, God that thing called will of man. It cripples God. Yeah, wow. yes. Why is everybody not saved? Is it because of God's lack of willingness to save men? It's because he created men with something called will. Yeah. And that thing can stop him. Yeah. Every man can decide. Yeah. There's nothing you can do. You cannot love a man into loving God. Yeah. You, just, you just cannot. It's just daydream. You are wishful thinking, hopefulness, mixed with plenty of foolishness and all kinds of things. Think about your own self. Yes, All the things you wish you were in God that you are not, yeah. that you keep trying and failing and failing. I, I, do you understand what I'm? Can you see the picture? Mm. Uh huh. So, um, we have to we have to be very wise about this thing. So it's not just about maybe life meeting someone. It's you no know, it's not a joke. You know, it, it means something. So when when it comes to marriage, right? Maybe maybe if I can maybe redefine the question and say maybe the, is the person saying okay. Is there an allowance where, if I am joining in this path and there's somebody who's not joining in the same path, can we still marry? If that's what you're asking, then I don't know. Like, what kind of life do you hope to live? Do you understand? What? Don't you have a greater aspiration for yourself than that? Don't you like yourself enough not to wish such a thing upon yourself? Do you understand? Like, like, why? Is it that? Like, what is the appeal in that? Like, if you're finding an appeal in that kind of marriage or life, then what's okay? What's the appeal, what's the goal of it? You're, what do you see in the marriage? Mm. Mm. Do you understand? The Bible says, can two work together except they agree? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. If a word of righteousness is what it really is to you, means it's at the core of your life, yes, which means there should be nothing in your life, near as important as yes, it, yeah, and yes, it's pushing sir. you in a certain direction. How can you marry somebody who is oblivious to that direction? For you, you know, the, the analogy I normally use is that if you are going north, somebody is going south, and you're inside the same car, the car is moving, someone is going in the wrong direction. Yeah. Yeah. Do you understand? Somebody, there's no two ways, but somebody is going in the wrong direction. you understand? Two cannot walk together. And marriage is not a title. Marriage is a is is joined, being joined together, moving together through the uh, through life. And if word of righteousness is what it is to you, I don't think that you can have such convictions and not want who you marry to share the same convictions. Then what will be the marriage about? Is it about going to the mall together, or, or I guess, I mean, what else? You understand what I mean? So please let's let's be a bit more wise about it. I'm not going to give an answer, yes, no, but I'm just trying to shed wisdom, things to consider about this matter. I don't know if i I'm sorry, I' if I didn't speak sorry
1: okay, let's see
8: Praise God um I just want to uh, address the sister who wrote that question in two seconds. Sorry um uh. Thank you to all the pastors for everything you guys have said. Um, I just want to say to the ladies that it's extreme, you know, wishful thinking to think that you will get them And everything that Pastor Jeff and Pastor Bukumi said is right on the money. When you get married, and I say this knowing the gravity of what I'm saying, your husband is not like your partner. He owns you. Like, you know how you own your phone, and you tell your phone what to do. I'm going to charge you now. I'm going to put you in my bag now. Mm -hmm. We're going here now. Your husband is not. Okay, let me ask you a question. Are you partners with Jesus, or is Jesus the owner of the church? There's literally no difference when you're married. And I know we're in Canada, so you don't want to. Let's not make it sound intense, but it's actually very intense. Your husband is your God, and he owns you. So it would be very wise to make sure that he's on the same page as you before you say, I do. Because once you do, you cannot after. You cannot not do after. You have to do forever and ever till Christ comes. So gambling with your future and your life that I can bring them is what Pastor Jeff said, as as the assistant Holy Ghost that you are. It's never. It's it's not. Maybe I shouldn't say it's never going to be ha- to happen. But if he will not pursue God outside of the marriage, when he now has the liberty after acquiring you, sorry to use that term, what is it? Like who are you that will convince a man to now follow God? So with men, with men, you know, men are possessors. How do I say this? Men are. They are hunters. And after they have acquired the thing, there's rest. So when he's in that state, after doing everything he can to get you, why should he? Because of you. He should. In fact, you know, there's this cliche term, but it's really, really true. that They say you should be so hidden inside God that he has to find God. Then he will now locate you inside Elohim. So why why do you think you are some kind of thing that okay then I'll just No, it's not done. Your husband is your owner when you get married. And if he says no, no is no is no. I'm not doing is I'm not doing is I'm not doing. And I want to I want to put it um, I, I want to say something else because sometimes you're just thinking marriage, marriage, marriage. It's very myopic. You're not thinking long term. You're gonna have children. Your, your life is actually just beginning when you get married. There, there are things to do. There are things to become. Do you want to be in a state where it's always a wrestle? I want to do this. No, we're not doing it. Your husband owns your money. He owns your time. He owns your vacation. He, he owns your hairdo. You're like, he owns everything. No is no is no. So how about we both love the same God so that what I want is also what he wants. And then there's liberty. When you're, when you're, when you're, when you say, okay, I have kids now, so this is more, you know, it's 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 realer to me. When I, we want to make decisions about, okay, what kind of friends should our our child keep, and you're, so something in your spirit is telling you, okay, this kind of person, no, and you want to try and explain to him, but you don't have the English. Whereas if you marry somebody who has the same sight, same spirit as you, the man will just say. I don't think you two would be like, me talk about it. There's no English to explain something like that. It, it's God. It's light. But you're not... Asking, okay, I don't want them to go to Kelsey's house. But Kelsey's parents, they're they nice. It's not about niceness. It's spirit. Mm. There's so much to consider. Mm. You know, I used... I, let me give... Sorry, I'm talking too much. I'm almost done. You guys, well... You know, um, when I just got married... <laughs> It was a bit of a shocker, <laughs> you know. It was it was it was a bit of a shocker because I did not know the gravity of 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 the course, you know. That is marriage. Um, honestly, as a young girl, my thing was, you know, when vacations and everything, we're gonna we're gonna fly the world, and it's going to be pictures on the Bahamas. But that's vain, right? It's, you know, thank God for light and growth. And I know that all that stuff now. We're still going to go, share Honey. We'll still go. But <laughs> if we never go to the Bahamas, I'm actually, it's okay. But you know, okay, let's, let me bring it to the other side, like the flip side of it, where um, you are married to somebody who loves the Lord and is pursuing the Lord in, in that kind of way. I'm bringing it down to maybe for maybe canal kind of sisters. Now you want to marry a very spiritual brother. And. His idea of the greatest time of his life is we're going to Lagos, heat. We're going to convention. That's week one. Week two, light up America. Week three, uh, we'll go to Easter retreat. Week four, all these things are joys now. But if you are a canal sister... And then you are trying to follow somebody who is its going to be hell to you. That's what you want to do to a man where you are chasing God a certain way. And then he's not in the same headspace. And his idea of a great time. If you want to get married, it's for love, companionship. Let's have a good time. Your idea of a good time is different. It's going to be war. You are gambling. It's, and it's too great a gamble. It's too great a gamble. If, if, if a husband owns a wife the same way Christ owns the church man, just let him love Elohim. Don't play with your life and your future. Thank you.
1: I think there, I know there are a lot of small questions. Time is running away with us. I, I wish we had so much more time. But just um, please also I said, I thought you already said flip side. I thought you were going to address the, the brothers. Please don't also think you have the prerogative to marry any lady and she will just follow you. You have David, you have Solomon, you have Samson, you know, there there are many examples in the scripture. You have Ananias and Sapphira. There are many examples. If you are not yoked properly in pursuance of salvation of the soul, you will come to a shipwreck. Mm-hmm. Yes. You will come to what? A shipwreck. Amen? Amen. So um, it, it's, it's, it's better to get it right and and, and be, be, be be very clear from the onset. Um, so, what can you want to answer that one? Oh. Yeah, and there are some questions here that don't focus on marriage quickly and we have a timing. We have about, is it all going to five now, isn't it? So we have about 15, 20, 15 minutes because we have to set down from here as well. So we're going to motor through some of these. But there's two questions that I want to put to the panel because they deal with things outside the scope of, of, of marriage. How should our conversation in singlehood be amongst the brethren? Amen. And there was another question I saw earlier as regards to... Some of these other questions, we'll find a way to answer them in a forum or something, Pastor Jeff. Yeah? But there's another question that I saw, this one. About young people serving in the church and in the brethren fall. What is the balance? Sometimes things come up so fast and before you know it, you are busy. Please help me explain the wisdom in service so I am not bankrupt of the things needed for my growth and development in terms of spending time with the Lord Quality time, it was super light. Thank you. <laughs> I like that question. All right, so it is so the first question is, um, what should your conversation be? And the other one, what should the conversation or uh, what should our conversation in singlehood be amongst the brethren? And the other question is, how you don't get enthralled in being busy in service and negating the salvation of the soul, mm. which is the, the growth in the things of God. Mm. Amen? Amen? Pastor Gabriel.
4: Amen. 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 Thank you so much, sir. It's, uh, it's been a great time of blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, everything that pertains to us will come to us by the leading of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. There's nothing outside it. Mm -hmm. If you desire anything outside it, then you are not looking for anything that God intends to give. Mm -hmm. Let's settle that. Mm -hmm. There are no gray spaces. We need to to be sincere with ourselves. Mm -hmm. And the leading of the Spirit the manner of that spirit is according to the arrangement of God. Let me say something. You cannot serve under Pastor Bukumi and activities will hinder your growth. Because by the wisdom of oversight, it will tell you where to stop and what to do. It's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. If you stay under, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Our problem is our interpretation of what we think and how we want to appear. Mm-hmm. I've seen people call me and say, I want to do this, I can do this. I would just say, uh, no. I just tell Pastor Tai and Pastor I say, no, not yet. So I tell person, not yet. Mm-hmm. And you'll be burning. Am I not supposed to be doing something in the house of God? No, 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 no. <laughs> God did not bring us to do something for him. We need to understand this. It's, guys, this is not... Anything you've seen out there is not a template. This, we need to know that. It's not the template. God walks by his spirit. That's the person they left here. It's the Holy Ghost. He's the architect of it all. He's the implement, implement, implementer of the wheel. And he organizes your own life. Your own life for your own salvation. So in his wisdom, he puts you under man that he has raised. Mm-hmm. If you go against that arrangement, then you begin to find inconsistencies in your lives. I, I love what Pastor Jeffs talked about, precision. Oh my good Lord. You see, this life of the spirit, I was speaking yesterday, I, I, what I, I, it works like magic. It's just, it's five, ten years down the line, somebody's going to be asking you, wow, how did you do this, 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 this? And the person will not be able to believe when you say, I had no plans. Mm. They won't be able to believe it. Yes, you had no plan, but somebody has a plan. Yeah. Are we following? Yeah. What will keep us? Pastor Hans has been telling about God raise. We can't do everything. Mm. Please know this. Yeah. You can't live anyhow. Mm. You can't do what you want. Yeah. If you want to do what you want, then there is no inheritance. Mm. Yeah. Any son that is being raised is constrained. Yes, sir. I mean, look at, look at the, the, the things going on in the United Kingdom. Mm. It's vivid for every one of us to see. Mm. The different princes and the princesses, the heirs the thrones. Because the, their lives are constrained. Yeah. And that's for, for an earthly crown. Yeah. A crown that will pass away. Mm. So we, we should love the constraint of the spirit. Yeah. We should love it. If we don't love it, then pray to love it. Yeah. Mm. So that we are... We are are not giving to frivolities, you know. So if we stay under and we're not just, you know, going out weenily, we find that our lives are tailored and our growth is taken care of. We'll find that out. You understand what I'm saying? So it's, I mean, look at at our Lord Jesus. Pastor TJ explained that to us. It was full of wisdom. And then at age 12, they've been going to. that was not his first time to go to the temple. Mm-hmm. But it was just at that age. Pastor T.J. explained to us. I'm not going to go into it. But he started talking, you know, five days. And when they came to him, scripture says he went back and was subject to their parents. If we look at the track record of Jesus and the spirits, I kind of myself do nothing as I see my father do. So we, must, we can correctly conclude That has been subject to his to his parent was the commandment of his father. And between twelve and thirty, we never heard of him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nothing spectacular. Uh, We can assume safely that he was making some stools and repairing chairs and repairing yokes, having customers. That's why when he went into that temple, they said, Ah, didn't we know him? His shop is down there, his brothers have missed us. So nothing he was doing was spectacular. He was just content with God's arrangement for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If we are going to be coherent with him, why should our life be any different? Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's the same process. Mm-hmm. Everything he did, he did as the head. We will do it as the body. Mm-hmm. Do we understand? Mm-hmm. So we need to be subject to the father of light, right. the father of Spirits, of spirits. and live. live. Mm-hmm. So the matter of our growth is not our prerogative. Paul says he plants. He says Apollo waters. But the increase belongs to the Lord. And that is a manner of ways. Mm -hmm. So if we stay under, you might not even have to talk to Pastor Jeff. It might be your HOD that says, Mm -hmm. okay, you're not serving today. Maybe tomorrow you come and roll the wires. Stay there. Mm -hmm. It's the wisdom of the Spirit to save us. Mm -hmm. So when we stay there, we're safe.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm.
4: We're safe. We're safe. Mm -hmm. And we don't need to be agitated. God is more concerned about our growth than we can ever be. Mm -hmm. I want us to know that. Our pastors groan about our growth. Mm -hmm. The Holy Ghost burdened them for us. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they want to sleep Mm -hmm. and lie down and cuddle with their wives. Mm -hmm. And the Lord will wake them up with your name on their mind. And they will stroll down. And you are sleeping or probably binging on a Netflix series. <laughs> <laughs> and then that pastor will call you in the morning and say, uh, I feel that you should leave um, the media and go and serve with sister so-so-so in welfare. And you'll be like, uh, And then the opportunity comes and they say, just, uh, no, don't do anything. Just, just tag along and we'll be fine. And throughout the conference, you never did anything. And you begin to feel useless. Oh, they are not seeing me. I'm you know, usually behind the camera. It's the wisdom of the spirit. Mm-hmm. And there are seasons over our life. They mm-hmm. can read that season. Mm-hmm. I'm not lying to us. Mm-hmm. We don't know. But they, by the wisdom of the spirit, can read the season over your life. Mm-hmm. And say, I think this person can do this now. Mm-hmm. Should be doing this now. Mm-hmm. And they are able to give that instruction. Mm-hmm. So if we align our lives under the arrangement of God, mm-hmm. we will find that we are keeping step with the spirit. We are mm-hmm. keeping step with the Spirit. The things we want might not come, but the things the Lord wants will come. Mm-hmm. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name.
1: Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm.
6: Um, praise God. Hallelujah. Um, I just want to touch on, um, thank you very much uh, for that question, um, conversation among brethren. Uh, I just want to very, um, maybe just narrow down to um, brother-sister relationship in that manner. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Timothy was a young man, very spiritual and full of the Holy Ghost. Um, Paul still told him, "He said um, the uh, young females among you see them as sisters, and it goes both ways. When you brothers among you, unless the Lord changes the narrative, they are brothers to you, and it should remain like that. You know, there's a way we act around opposite sex, and it might look as if in our heart, by, by virtue of our actions." We are seeing potential. You know, uh, you, you are, it's, not, it's, not, it's not visible action, but many of us that have been there, we know what we are doing. And There's this formula in the world that says, uh, just hang around. You know, there's this formula of hanging around. If you, if you feel like a brother is a potential, hang around. Yeah. Praise God. Let them see. You make yourself visible. Um, uh, me, I, I don't believe in making yourself visible. Hiding God. Let God bring that man into him. Mm. And let that man, let him show you that man inside him. Mm. The same way, a man, you know, there's this, um, I always tell brothers around me, like I'm, I'm not, I don't just talk pastor in a life meeting. I also pastor in the church. So I, I see the way some brothers act around sisters. You will know that there's no way if you act around like this around a sister, the day you're going to tell the sister that God is leading me to you, I won't expect any other answer. From that sister a yes. Even if she, she, she says she wants to pray about it. Because I've seen your mannerism around her. You've sent gift on her birthday. you not, and she's the only one you sent gift. Every other sister does not get gift. Even your brother does not get gift. You want to enter, you want to enter into the car. Many sisters are entering the car others enter the car, but that one sister, you open the door for her. You know, I'm not saying it should not be nice, but you know, those kind of suggestive behaviors that can throw thoughts into the opposite sex. You know, and we know, let's be sincere in our hearts. Mm -hmm. Like, let's check our hearts, you know. You know what you are doing. Mm -hmm. So, um, I just want us to be very careful around these things that we don't um, we don't lead a sister on by mannerisms. You are, you are actually touching the sister, yeah. And the Lord judges the intent of the heart. Yeah. Mm. Do you understand? It's the heart that God looks at. Mm. Even, even sister, I, I don't believe in brothers sharing scripture at 2 a.m. with the opposite sex. I don't believe in that thing. What are you discussing? There's no, there's no, there's no scripture you cannot discuss at in the afternoon. No, yeah, among brethren, there's no, there's nothing you cannot discuss around that area. Why are you doing it 2 a.m. in the morning?
7: Mm. Or uh,
6: even, you know, there are some things that we, we should be very careful around. Mm. And why is it only that sister? Mm. She's the only one that has revelation. Mm. Do, do, do you get what I'm saying? Let's, let's, mm. let's, let's, let's be sincere with ourselves. Mm. That will not mm. be triggering emotions that are not meant to be triggered. Do you know, awaken mm. love before it's time. Yes. Mm. Do you get what mm. I'm saying? And don't let us deceive. Uh, we, when we got married, we knew when it was time. There's no formula around that thing. Yeah. Many of us are looking for formula. It's the world that makes us make it look like that. Yeah. Seven laws to when you know you are, it's time for you to marry. Do you get mm. what I'm saying? The Bible says there's time for everything. And God is the owner of time. Yeah. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? God measures your time by maturity of the soul, mm. not by any other thing. It's the mm. maturity of the soul. It's God that determines seasons. Yeah. So we should be mm. very careful that we are sensitive to God's season, not your own season. Mm. God's season in our lives. And we actually align with it. Mm. I think I'll just stay there. Praise yeah. God.
1: Um, thank you, Pastor Femi. Thank
0: you that. Mm. That, uh, that share revelation to him. Praise God. I'm not the one who said it, it is Pastor Femi that said. So I'm just adding a point to him to that. Um, please stop that if you are if you are doing that. Okay, just stop stop doing things like that. When you start having revelation, okay, the first revelation you have is, is to test you. Yeah. It's, that's how God proves, tries your heart to check. They want to check you. must want be found faithful in little. Otherwise, they won't give you much. So if they have little revelation, and you're already using to talk to sisters at 2 a.m., what would they use big revelation to do? <laughs> to do? <laughs> <laughs> Miss. When you have a big revolution, you will marry like 10 sisters, right? You have to you, you... <laughs> Do you understand? Mm. Don't, do, don't do such things. Don't use your gift to, to create a snare for mm. precious souls around you. It's wicked, it's bad. You are toying with God's things. Mm. So there should be a, a kind of fear. When it comes to things like that, you should, you should not don't, don't play to that place at all. It's a place that once you enter into that world, it's very seductive. You can get lost there. <laughs> and you can get to a point where it's hard to bring you back because of how mm. deep it's a, it's a defect of the soul that mm. can take a holy thing mm. and pervert it in that kind of way. Mm. You know, that, that thing where you, you are trying to Use your gift to come towards a sister. Maybe because she has a likeness for that kind of thing. And you know what you are doing. It's unholy. It's unholy. Don't ever let your heart do anything like that, please. Mm. Okay, keep yourself.
1: Keep yourself. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. Now, listen to me. In those things, there's, there's levels. So, brothers and also sisters, don't even use Revelation to ingratiate people of your same sex, gender, to you. Are you hearing me? Mm. So that is not sharing it with a sister. But brothers, don't use your revelation to shine among your other brothers. We're talking about singleness, which is to the glory of God. Yeah. Do not try to explain Pastor Jeff' revelation more perfectly yeah. after you leave life meeting and you go home. Sharing it together. Don't try to explain the anger, Pastor. Jeff didn't explain. There's mischief behind it. There's what? There's mischief behind it. And there's little... In this life of the salvation of the soul, there's little we could do in the place of rules. Not so, pastors. To To keep you in check. We say, don't talk after 10 a.m. You will maximize between 9.30 and 10. We say, don't share revelation. Yes, sir, well, okay. The letter, he said, don't share revelation. I'll share something else. I will text. Or you will gist about something else. Please conduct yourself wisely. If time gave us, we could give examples. You could be doing video calls at two in the afternoon. Mm. But the way you are dressed, in the privacy of that encrypted thing that Facebook tells you is only between you and them. Mm. You could give portals to our life. Mm. You could stir imaginations. Mm. You could touch each other possess your vessel in sanctification you don't need to give any invitation young ladies young men we'll say some and keep some please I wish we could talk to a greater detail and and God will hopefully you, you, you use this Exercise as an opportunity to have real conversations with your pastors. Yeah. Yeah. Like I throw a question out on the table to one of the young men. I will not call his name. We were just in. I said, Tell me something that was challenging in um from the session that we just had. They say, I like how Pastor Jeff explained this. And when Sister Kedian added, I said, No, I asked you to tell me something that was challenging to you. You know, and don't we could just about, just about it. is a reflection of all of us. Anybody asks us about this school and the spirit, we could talk easily about what Reverend K. divided. We will not say, ah, the idol when Pastor Tayo started. This is what I found in my sack. It was right here. Amen? So you use these opportunities Mm. to find things in your within. To give space for God to add life Mm. to your within. Mm. Amen? Amen. Do not hear for somebody else. Do not be exalted by the little revelation that is stirring in your head. Learn to die to self. Mm. Learn to use this season of your life Mm. so that depth and foundation could be added inside of you. Amen? Amen? And God will help us all. We have to conclude there. Um, and I, I know there's one subtlety uh, that we will find a means to address at another stage. I know life meetings, it's like a fellowship. And I know sometimes people will use fellowship and church interchangeably. But some of you have real challenges where you are part of a church community, but you are being refreshed by the fellowship. Amen? Amen. But your life is no different to people that had to go to the school of Tyrannus, or who had to be taught for 18 months by Paul and they were part of different synagogues. Sometimes he taught in the synagogue daily. The head of a synagogue and his whole household was safe, and some of them, they could not teach there. Amen? Part of your singleness is coming to a stage where you take accountability for the migratory journey of your soul,
6: yeah.
1: I am not saying to anybody to leave this church, or that is not what I'm saying. But I'm just saying there comes a season where you have to make a choice. For now, it's not for you and your household. For some people, it could be them and their households. But for you, it is for me and me. Yeah? yeah. You have to make a decision. Yes, Amen? Yeah. And service in the fellowship as Pastor Gabriel was looking at it or fellowship in any church community setting cannot take the place of salvation of your soul. Mm-hmm. As the pastors were speaking about word of righteousness, that is not it is not about, yeah, it is about the soul. Once you come into our consciousness because we have moved from death to life, we move from thinking that we're just good people to knowing that we have to have quickening spirit not so, our spirits were dead and then we had to make our choice we move from our spirits being quickened to realize that our souls need to come into life we're moving into a season where we know understanding that we need to get the father's life amen, all those things nobody can excuse you there are decisions for you to make nobody can make that easy for you and it will have cost it will have what? it will have course. But there's nobody ever decided to follow our Lord from the foundation apostles and came up short in the end of not receiving an everlasting reward. It cannot be made easier for you. Amen? Amen. But we'll find opportunity, some forum to continue to having these questions. But I I implore you, this this is where the rubber hits the road. These are the things you need to be Asking of your pastors, reaching to them for help so that they can help you navigate these courses of life. Amen? This thing is not to make us shine. It is not for you to explain doctrine more eloquently in your various spheres, in your Sunday school or church group or where you're serving as a HOD. Amen? These things are for your life. It's for you, first and primary. primary. Okay? But thank you guys and ladies for... uh, for opening up yourselves, for giving this space and this time to, 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 to hear from God and to, to fellowship with us. and um, as I said, we will find out the opportunity to make sure that these things are further trashed out and that you have answers for the questions, the inquiries of your heart. Amen. Amen. Over to Pastor Jeff.
0: Praise Jesus. Um, okay, we have to be out in um, very few minutes from now. I want to thank Pastor Hans. Um, Pastor Kaden Please let's let's can we give them a, a standing um applause, please. Thank you. Thank you so much, Pastor. Were you blessed? Were you blessed? This is um Pastor, thank you, sir. I wish we had some more time, but we trust the Lord will make it happen uh again, uh for you to come to us and and bless us. Thank you so much. Thank you, Pastor Kadian. Uh, we love you. You're, you're going back on, uh, on Monday, on Monday, so you're still around tomorrow. Uh, so, um, I don't know. Well, <laughs> you're still around, so he's around if you need to speak to him. Um, Pastor, is that okay? It's okay to say that, yes. So, if you need to speak to him, you can reach out to him. Um, and, um, in the short time that's left, I believe the Lord will still, can still use him to speak to speak to you. Uh, thank you so much, sir. We love you. We, we honor you and we cherish this time and we, we look forward to another moment like this. Um, praise God. Uh, just to say something, um, I want to make sure that nobody feels um, well offended, of course, um, and no one feels um, everything said here is said in good spirit there's no other motive than just to make sure that we deal with Satan and we, our souls are saved you understand um, so please just enlarge your heart and see everything in that light and also um, I hope I don't want anybody to feel discouraged about anything you know some maybe it's possible that some of the counsel that has come contradicts maybe a path you've, you've invested so much in and you're that can make you discouraged and almost hopeless or how can i you know navigate through this or am i making such a huge mistake you know all those things don't get discouraged light is never a bad thing no matter where you are no matter how far gone you think you are just just see the greatness of god and believe god i've been in difficult situations before i mean when i mean really difficult where I, I felt stuck. You know, how can I come out of this place? I've, I've been close to marrying somebody before. I was close, not close to marriage, but close to we've already gone so far. And the reason why I say close is because of how far we had gone in terms of connecting our hearts to each other and all of that, seeing like feeling that this is the path. You know, then before the, the path of the word of righteousness became clear, to me and based on that light I could see that two cannot work together this is not this is a different thing you know that's just an example I've been in other situations where you feel like how can the counsel of God is coming from one angle and you feel like you're so gone both emotionally investment in another direction you can feel stuck but don't limit God <laughs> you understand you can never make a mistake when you side with light Whenever you, are, you side with light, forces greater than creation move on your behalf. They can, there is nothing that God cannot change. The only thing that stops God is when men take side against him. The moment you take side with God, there is nothing that can stop God to move in your life. So don't feel discouraged. Be encouraged. Okay? Take steps in the right direction. As the Lord speaks to your heart about anything, make decisions. Be courageous and see how the Lord will, will, over time, and give yourself time, there will be a patience aspect to it, but trust God and the Lord will, will keep you in him. Amen. Praise God. I think I can just say a quick word of prayer. Um, Father, I want to thank our other pastors too. Pastor Ceci, please, let <clears throat> appreciate them. Pastor Ceci, Pastor, uh, Pastor Fermi, Pastor Bukumi, uh, Pastor Gabriel, thank you so much for, for contributing. And for everyone who asked a question, um, please, there are questions here, and we're not going to throw them away. Okay, if we couldn't answer your questions, um, we'll find a way. Even if we have to maybe use our life class time or something, we'll find a way to deal with with these things. Okay, um, and those of you who have more questions, um, at least I feel like the door has been open a bit to some of these conversations. So the Lord will will lead us on how we will take it take it further. Praise God, Father. We thank you. We give you all the glory. Uh, We thank you for all you have done. Thank you for your spirit being so present and evident with us. Thank you for steering our conversation and steering our hearts. Thank you, Father, for the the level of sharpness and the conviction which you are bringing concerning these matters. Father, we pray that you will allow every heart to fall on the right side concerning these things. And we ask that this will not be the end of it. This This is just a spark of a light that will get brighter and brighter as the path of the just as your word says thank you our father we pray that the blessing of this season this past week oh god will not be lost that you will in our hearts help us to keep it and that these seeds will be sown they will go deep they will find ground and they will bear fruit over time thank you our father we give you all the praise let your spirit go with us even your angels let them go with us father but I pray, replenish our strength, O oh God, and any, anyone who has made any sacrifice for this meeting, I pray, Lord, you will return in many folds in the name of Jesus. Thank you, our Father. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you.